Welcome to the Leaders Life Podcast, where we implement that old school grind with that new school mind. What is up, fam? I'm your host, Amar. And before we get started, please make sure you click on that subscribe button so you never, ever miss out. And also, leave your boy a five-star review because that really helps people find this podcast organically. With that being said, this is the expert series. I have an amazing, amazing friend, somebody who I've mentored and coached. His name is James Bracken. He's the host of the You Can Too podcast, which is badass, by the way, and mindset and a mindset coach helping entrepreneurs reach the next level of their life and business. James, welcome to the Leaders Eye Podcast, bro. Amar, you're so I, I love seeing you do this, man. You're getting better every single episode, every single week. Grateful to be here, brother. I'm grateful that you're in my life, and I'm just excited to be here, man. Excited hey, to be here. Man. Well, a long time coming. I'm excited for you to uh, finally come on here. And I just want to jump into this, James, because here's the cool thing about James, everybody. And I'm just going to have to share your story before you share your story. Uh, <laughs> James, I met James being a mentor of Rob Dallas Coaching Program. And James, James joined the program when he was 17 years old. 17-year-old, this young little kid joins a program full of 20, 30, 40, 50-year-old, like established, experienced people and decided to say, you know what, 17 years old, I'm going to do this. And he joined the program. And at 17 years old, this kid hit $10,000 in 30 days. I'm looking at his trophy right there. And on top of that, was able to just coach and change many lives at 17. So I don't ever want anybody to say, oh, I'm too young to start. So James, First off, that's like my Cliff Urgent's uh, notes about you. So why don't you let the listeners know who James Bracken is and kind of what I left out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You, you got it right on point, man. It's definitely uh, started at 17, jumped into it. I was going to become a real estate agent and I had that throughout the entire way. That was just blinders were on. I'm going to become a real estate agent. Months and months and months of studying to become one. I was about to turn 18 so I could actually take the test because I couldn't even take it because I was 17. And I had that, I came across one of Rob's uh, podcasts, listened to the end, signed up for a call, didn't know what I was doing, nor what a closing call was, none of it. Jumped on and got sold. It was just, I was like, I love this ability. I've always, always, I've always knew that I wanted to help people, but didn't know that route of what that looked like. Had the opportunity to invest into a coaching program, trust my intuition, jumped into it. And two years later, we're here. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that because here's a crazy thing. And I'm just being very honest. At 17, I was just chasing girls, just trying to freaking get into whatever I was doing with sports and college. And at 17, you decided to join a mentor program. So, all right, like, let's just be real for a second, bro. You decided to obviously take the smart path. What aligned you to make that decision when, let's be honest, kids your age, are partying and doing what I did at 17. Yeah. And and you say, when you said the smart path, I thought a lot of people probably wouldn't think that, right? I no. mean, it, in, in standard society, it's the opposite, really. Like people looked at me like I was crazy. Like, what what are you doing? Uh, and I think that you, you have to go a different route if you want a different life. And I didn't want to do what most people were doing in life. And so I thought, I'm not going to go to college. Like I, same position as you. I wanted to go play college baseball. I wanted to go to the league. That was, that was the mission throughout my entire life. That was like, that was my identity was I am a baseball player. That's it. And I had six stitches, three pins in my wrist. And then I tore my labrum and I was like, well, that's probably not going to happen now. Let me just take a step back and reassess. That's when, um, 
becoming a real estate agent came in into mind. I was like, I want to have control of my time. In the midst of doing that, I was in I was in touch with the team, and I realized I'm not really in control of my time as much as I thought. I'm working for the client. That's not really the kind of life I want to live. And so, I guess the the path that or the point in time where I really put me down the path of entrepreneurship and, and starting coaching was I always knew I wanted to help people. I always had the you can too mindset was in my brain. I know I've seen so many people do amazing things and then I'm being told that it's not possible. I was like, why is that? And so I, I lost my father and uncle both at 37 and I lost my grandfather at 66. My grandfather passed the year he was going to retire and that just hit me some way different than anything else. My father and uncle, I was young, so it didn't have too much of an impact. But when my grandfather passed, it just made me realize I don't want to work my entire life just to get to the point where I can't even enjoy it. And so I went down a different path. I bet on myself. And I mean, you have to bet on yourself. Otherwise, you're just you're staying comfortable. And we talk so much about it. I mean, the last thing I want to do is be comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you've obviously taken, I mean, as I said, the smart, the smart path as much as, you know, as I said, people will challenge that. But Something really, really powerful. And thank you for sharing this part about your grand, your grandfather. You lost your dad at 37. You lost your uncle at 37. And you lost your grandfather at 66, where he was on the verge of retirement. I mean, I, I am hearing more and more of this all the time. I was hearing about a story about somebody who like decided to work and it was time for them to retire. But he was like, no, I just want to work an extra year so I can just have that extra safety cushion and then ended up passing away that extra year. And him and his wife had something planned and, 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 and just sad story. Yeah. Now, somebody right now, I mean, here you are now 19 years old, obviously, and you've helped a lot of people in, in all different ages, but you got somebody right now that's doing their job, but they're going to work and they just don't like it. They don't like the people they're working with. They're not, uh, they don't like the job that they're doing. They don't have the passion, most importantly, for this job that they're doing, but they have to pay the bills. What is your recommendation to them? You will make time if it's important to you. So a lot of people, of course, you have to pay the bills. You have to find a way to maneuver out of it, right? Like it's the, you go to your nine to five and then your five to nine is building the life that you want to live, right? So it's yep. figuring out what's the exit strategy here? Like what, getting clear on what's the plan of where am I going to actually move towards? And then what's the plan of getting there? Because if we don't have a plan, there's, there's no foundation, there's nothing to go towards. But I was in that position too. I, I remember me working in a, in a retail store and one of the people that is that were there for longer than I was literally alive was there for 21 years. I was, I think 18, 19 at the time. And when I stepped in there and I was speaking with him and I was just like, man, I just want to go home. Like, I just do not want to be here. I just don't feel right. And he said something in, in the, the regard of, oh, you just get used to it. And it hit me inside. And I was like, no, that's not the people I surround myself with. That absolutely not. And I put my two weeks in, uh, not too long after that, I was like, this is, it was a deciding moment for me. So I think getting really clear on what do you want to do? Uh, and, and even more so, like, I think it's tough for a lot of people. They don't know what they want to do. And so instead of trying to figure out what you want to do, figure out what you don't want to do, and then revert back to that, uh, because that's going to be the, the best way to kind of figure out what's the plan moving forward. Hmm. I love that answer. If you have focus on what you don't want to do, because that's pretty cool that like that person said you get used to it that right there is crazy because i hear people all the time i was just talking to somebody who's really close to me and this is what he said to me james which is freaking crazy he goes amar i said hey how's everything going with with your work and everything he goes you know just working and then retire and then die and he said it and just like as real as possible he wasn't joking he wasn't yeah. like it was but you can't blame the dude like 
we are conditioned in society. You go to high school and then you go to college and then you all of a sudden put yourself in complete debt. And then when you get out of college, you get that job that you're going to have to pay that debt pretty much until you die. And then you buy a house. Let's just say you finally pay off debt and then you buy a house and then you got to have a lot more debt. And then it's just like, it's, it's a rat race. It's the freaking rat race. And it's like, what, what do you, what do we do about that? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's figuring out like, how can you leverage your time or how can like looking through the the lens of, okay, my, my time it's, it's not through an hourly rate, but rather how can I leverage my skills more? So I think that's something that a lot of people avoid. It's like, I just want to get rich fast. I just want to, I want to get money. I want to get money. I want to get money, but you can't get more money if you're not a more valuable kind of person, right? Like you have to bring something to the table. And so I think that's something that's really important to realize, like what, what skill are you going to acquire? That's going to leverage your time to actually move towards a life that you want to live because continuously doing the same thing and then getting this amount of money per hour, there's no way to leverage that. There's no way around that. There's it's simply the, the rat race. Cause you have no leverage. Uh, so okay. I think. And, and I'm going to just add, like, if you are that miserable person, at work and you're making other people miserable because you're miserable at work, get the hell out. Like I, I mean, I, I see it in my, my line of work, like get the hell out. Like I see it when I'm at the grocery store, get the hell out. I see you. If you really, really, really hate your job, like get the fuck out. Like I just, because I mean, you misery loves company and it's when you're, I mean, you've been there, like you understand that when you are that person and, and whoever's listening right now, and you're like, I hate my job. I'm not saying to quit because I think what's the stupidest thing to do is just be like, I'm quitting right now. I, yeah. I, I will not support that. I would support, however, you putting yourself, giving a deadline and saying, hey, by May 31st, 2023, I will, you know, quit my job and, you know, go after ABC or, or whatever they want. What's your advice to somebody right now that doesn't know what they want to do and they just know they don't want to do this? Yeah, I, I'd say firstly, explore your interests, of course, like figure out what, what lights you up inside. Like for me, it was always there was always this the way I use the way I word it is I felt this internal pull to help people to start my podcast to coach. I didn't know what it looked like. I had no idea. But I looked around and I seen what other people that I aspired to be like were doing. And I thought, well, if they're doing it, you can too, the, the, that same mindset. Mm -hmm. And so that was the the lens that I looked life through. But something that uh, I bring up that is, it's pretty funny. We, we often fear this idea of failure of what it would look like if we didn't succeed at the thing we want to go towards, right? As you said, don't leave your job, but at least figure out, okay, what would happen if I did try, right? We often fear this idea and we feel the fear as though it's already happened before it has and it stops us from taking action towards actually creating it. But if you really think about it, if you were to stay at your job, but then still attempt going out, going after something else, or even getting a different job, if you failed at that one thing, what's the one thing you're going to do when you fail? You're going to go back to the job. So there's really nothing to lose and only everything to gain. And so taking that perspective on it releases the fear of failure or fear of whatever that may be of rejection. And you realize, well, if I'm not trying, there's really no opportunity. But if I try, there's a possibility at least. Yes, I love that. I love that response. But I also hear, though, when they're like, all right, I finally have the courage. You know, I cannot stay in my job. I want to become a, a coach. I want to own my own business. And then they have imposter syndrome. They don't feel that they're good enough. They don't feel like they can hack it. They don't think they're going to be able to make it a career. What is your advice to those people? 
Yeah. First thing I will always say, get a coach. Of course. I mean, like I find coaches are like the, it's like an expedited process to whatever you're trying to get towards. If someone has, whether they're a step ahead of you, they all, that's all they need to be is a, one step ahead of you from where you are to help you one step further to get to where you want to go. Right. I mean, you can either spend it. You can either spend uh, the time, the time to do it on your own, to try to figure it out, or you can spend money. One's finite. One is infinite. And so you have to decide what really matters more to you, your time or your money. And so I would say invest into a coach first and foremost. And something that I've done that people just look at me like I'm crazy for. I mean, I'm 140 episodes into the podcast, like over 700 posts on Instagram. And it was just like, what am I going to do? The one thing I have control over is being consistent and showing up every single day. Mm -hmm. So start small. Like what's the, if there was one thing that you can do and nothing else, what's that one thing going to be? Do that thing every single day for a year. And I guarantee you, you'll be in a different place. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolute consistency. I always say that all the time. I mean, people come up to me, shit, you've come up to me before, like, Hey, you know, what, like, what's the secret? What is it? What, what do I need to do? Like, is there something extra? And you've learned now and you share it now to your clients that there's yeah. no such thing as a secret. There's no such thing as a shortcut. The secret to success is discipline and consistency. And that's just my, that's my opinion is yeah. I always use the analogy of baseball. When yeah. my parents gave me my first wiffle ball and baseball bat, I was striking out every damn time. Oh yeah. Every time you pick up the bat and then that's it. But and all of a sudden you get a little bit of contact. And then from there you get more contact. And then from there you're hitting the ball more than you're not hitting the ball. And it's like, holy, holy cow, I get this. But I feel like in today, and this is actually going to be fun to talk to you because yeah. I'm that old man shaking my fist in my grass telling you get off my lawn. But somebody right now that you know, is, you know, young, young, whether they're, they're in their, you know, mid, mid twenties or whatever in their teens. And they want to, let's just say, get a coach or they want to do something that they really want to do, but they pull the whole age thing. Because let's be honest, dude, I've worked with so many coaches that have even been like, I'm too old for this. Or even somebody who was 21 that said they're too young for this. Yeah. What would you say to them? Because you obviously weren't bothered by it and you didn't let the noise and, and your friends influence you. Well, I mean, at the beginning, I was absolutely. I mean, oh, you there's, were. Always, there's always that imposter syndrome at the beginning or just in, in anything that you do, there's going to be imposter syndrome or doubt or I don't know if I have everything figured out, which you don't. The one thing that I always bring up and I say this to clients, I say this to aspiring coaches that reach out to me that you, you send my way that I can think of 20, 21 year olds that have reached out for that exact thing. And I, I, I continue to say, and something I say to clients even more so is if you're not doubting yourself, you wouldn't be moving in the right direction. Like if you, if you weren't doubting yourself, you wouldn't be thinking big enough. And so like your age has absolutely nothing you have to do with it. I have one of the oldest souls that I know when I'm 19, like I surround myself with people like you and that's just, that's just how I'm built. Uh, and I just work that way, but, it, but my age has nothing to do with it. It's the maturity. It's what I've done. It's the experience that I've had. It's the money that I've invested. It's the coaches I've worked with. It's all of the things that, uh, I've been able to do, but my, my age has nothing to do with it. My age is just a conceptual number that I've, that's been given to me since I was born. Right. So, uh, I would say that just taking that perspective of if you weren't doubting yourself, you probably wouldn't be going down a route that you'd actually be fulfilled by if you were to succeed at it. Yeah, man. Well, that that's a beautiful answer. Cause I say, I, you know, I even say at the beginning of the podcast, old school grind with that new school mind. Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to say also uh, about like being that grumpy old man shaking my fist out on the grass is that I've had younger people in their twenties as well. Uh, or even, even, you know, as I said, I'll call them millennials and be careful, but <laughs> they want 
the fast route and it's, you know, you get on your phone. I always, I use, you know, you know, you want your, you want some pizza, go on Uber eats, get, get your pizza. You want your groceries, you hit the button, you get your groceries. You want to listen yeah. to, you know, some awesome podcasts. You you click on the phone and you get your awesome podcast, but success, success. There's no app for that. There's no motivational guy on YouTube. That's going to bring you the success. There's not, the person who you're watching Instagram and you're like, yeah, I'm inspired because I saw James Brackett's uh, motivational uh, post. So therefore, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing something. I'm getting better or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. What is your advice to that person who's just very impatient because of that instant gratification of success? Mm -hmm. The, the, the lens I like to see it through is that, like you say, the, the old school grind, right. That kind of perspective of, okay, what success looks like to me is my standards. If I'm showing up and I'm doing the thing that I said I was going to do, I am succeeding. doesn't matter if the results show it if, or if they don't. So the, the mindset that you have to take, especially if you're young or even if you're older and you're going down a path that you're new at, anything that you're new at, you're not going to see, succeed at the beginning unless you're an anomaly, right? It just doesn't happen. The lens I like, I like to look through is focus on your direction instead of your results. If you focus on your direction, right? If I surround myself with people like you, if I start hiring coaches, if I start showing up consistently on social media, if I start helping clients with this and, and learning and growing, if I'm focused on my direction and I look towards where I'm gonna be in three years from now, like when I started the podcast, I started my car with no microphone, with no guests. And almost two years later, and I'm top 1.5% in the world. And I just met with a dude that had his uh, his first company that he sold was $3.4 billion. Like, I started from from pretty much nothing, but I focused on my direction. What it, what's going to happen if I continuously show up and I post every single week, week after week? I'm going to get to a point where I'm not only I'm just beginning, and that's the fun part, right? Because I'm still focused on direction and not my current results. And so that's the best thing that I can say to anyone that's in the beginning of anything. I love that response, and I mean, you use the the good old GPS analogy. It's like the reason why James starts by like, hey, he has direction is that like, if I, the best way to use, I guess, an analogy or an example is that if I want to go, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I want to go mm -hmm. to Atlanta, which is three hours away from here, right? Yep. If I don't have direction, if I'm not using that GPS, mm -hmm. how the heck am I going to get to Atlanta? You get what I'm saying? Where the GPS is what you're saying is the direction for your career. So what is the, where is the end point on your GPS in your life? Is that's pretty much what you're saying, correct? Yeah. It's like, where do you, if you don't know where you want to go, how are you going to get there? It's like, it's like you said, GPS, if you, you get in the car and you, and you get in a taxi and you say, just go, where are they going? You, they don't know. <laughs> and it's the same thing for your goals in life. If you don't have any set, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to accomplish. This is what I want my life to look like. Then you're never going to get there. If you don't get clear on what those things look like. Mm, I love that, man. So I want to I want to pivot a little bit and talk about like just people who are stuck, people who are in their rock, people who are ready. For example, they've taken the leap of faith, right? Mm -hmm. They quit their job, mm -hmm. they joined a, a coaching program, or they started their online business, or they joined an MLM, a marketing company, and then they finally did that. They had the urge. They're excited. I did it. I quit my job. I'm going all in on this, right? And then the, after the first couple of weeks, again, they don't see exactly what they want. I know you were just talking about direction, but um, this is a whole different uh, emotion right here. Mm -hmm. This is when they're just like, 
frustrating. Not cut out for this. Yeah. yeah. Even though they were so excited when they joined Rob's program, when they joined their, when they started their online business, when they started their uh, social media page, but then all of a sudden they talk themselves out of it and say, yeah, I'm not cut out for this. What do you say to them? Yeah, I think one thing that I, uh, a great lesson that I learned uh, throughout this journey of just entrepreneurship, I find that entrepreneurship is like the fastest route to your personal growth. Oh, like, because you're literally seeing tangible, this is happening or this isn't happening. And then you you were forced to level up as a person to create a life that you want to live. So you have to be, do, have, right? So you have to become the kind of person, then you have to do the things that that kind of person would do. And then you have the things that you want to have. But the point that I'd like to make is something that happens very, very much is we get very, some people can be consistent, right? And that's something that I definitely pride myself in is I'm consistent and I'm consistent. But if you're consistent in the wrong things, it doesn't matter. It almost will lead you down a, a worse route. So if, if you're consistent for three, four weeks straight and you're not getting the results that you want, but you continue to do the exact same thing over and over and over again, and you expect the new results, what san- it's what insanity is, right? So I would say, and I, I go back to coaches because clarity breeds confidence. If you have clarity on what's not working and what is working, then you're able to shift directions and you're able, actually able to move in the direction you want to go in. But if you're consistently doing the wrong thing and you're not aware of that, nothing's going to change. So get an external perspective. Like you, you cannot notice your blind spots from it's, it's like our, our problems are like this close to us. Right. And sometimes we need an external perspective to take it back and say, Oh, that's the problem because they're so close to us that it's hard for us to even recognize what's the solution. So yeah, I'd say get an external perspective. Jar is what you're saying. We put ourselves in the jar versus seeing the label outside of the jar. Exactly. Love that dude. Love that. So then Right now, we're, we're, we're talking about self-development. We're talking about coaching. We're talking about just people being stuck. We're talking about pretty much motivating somebody to follow their dreams. But how about you, James? Now, you're a 19-year-old kid, right? Now, you, an adult, I should say. You're not a kid anymore. You're not a teenager. You're a 19-year-old adult, 19-year-old man. And you talk about consistency. You, you, you post on social media. You go to the gym all the time. You are doing, you are doing things consistently for a long period of time mm-hmm. and the results may have shown may have not shown but my question to you is when you don't see the results that you want and you get discouraged how do you handle being discouraged because well, you're human as well let's be honest of course i mean first thing i need to i, I like I, I like to reflect on things so like whether it's journaling or uh, recently i've been shooting voice memos to myself instead like i'm gonna what? Like, i'm really? speaking yeah oh yeah Absolutely. Do you actually re-listen to them? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, because it gives you even, it's like you're the external perspective. You're like, you listen to, it's if you make an excuse to yourself, right? And and you're telling yourself a story and then you re-listen to that story. It's like, oh, it's not, I'm making an excuse. Then it becomes real. And so sometimes when I'm, whether I'm getting lost in my thoughts or I'm not exactly where I'd like to be, I'll record a voice memo and literally me just speaking it out in the world is like, oh, it's just, it's just a thought or it's just how I'm feeling at this exact moment. But that thought doesn't have to control me. And that thought isn't me even more importantly. And then what I, I, I go back to again is what I said earlier is my st- my idea of success is my standard. So if I'm showing up doing the thing I said I was going to do, I'm winning. And so likely the reason I would be doubting myself is because I'm not showing up 100% as I said I wanted to. Or mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing the thing that I said I was mentally going to do. And so I go back to doing the thing. What's the thing I said I was going to do? And then usually after you do the thing that you said you were going to do, you feel better because you followed through on what you said you were going to do. And that's often where we get out, we, we fall off track is that most of the time we know what we need to do, but we just don't do it. 
Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Are there are the famous, hey, you know, I wish I would take my own advice. I wish I would take all my own advice. But like if I come here with the same exact problems as you, but I can help you and I'm not taking my own advice, it's like, why am I not taking my own advice? So it's it's it it goes back to that. So I, I love that, man. So as we wrap this up, James, first off, this was awesome how just jamming out and, and just talking about just 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 you and and how you watching your just watching you bloom in this world and just seeing you blow up and and it's only the beginning and you're 19 it's it's just so cool to watch and it's so cool to see that you know as i said you being you know your journey and that yeah you'll always be my little bit brother his birthday is september 8th like mine uh it's it's a weird weird connection right there oh yeah but let the let the audience know because I know you had you know you're a busy dude and I know you had a waiting list with the last thing that you had going on. I know you kind of stopped the coaching because a lot of stuff were going and you may come back. So fill the audience in on what you have going on and what's next for James Bracken. Yeah, so right now for coaching, it's just one on ones. I, I I'm taking very limited amount of clients. So you can shoot me a message uh, on Instagram is the best place to go. It's James Bracken IV on Instagram. We can connect through there if you want to work with one on one with me or even just see if we're a good fit to working together. Uh, and then most thing is the podcast. Of course, that's just, it lights me up inside. Same with working with people. And that's why I, I take people that are truly committed. I don't like working with people that aren't fully hundred percent towards their goals. Cause then I can't be hundred percent towards their goals. So podcast, you can too podcast, uh, YouTube, all the platforms, every single thing you can think of. I'm there. Nice. Yeah. And we'll have everything on the show notes. I do want to ask you before we, uh, before we end this. What's a good like de-stressor for you? Let's just say you're having you're having a bad day, right? You're mm -hmm. having a bad day. What is a 19-year-old kid, a 19-year-old man? Be careful. I remember when he was a kid. It's it's hard, guys. I know. 19-year-old man. How does a 19-year-old handle just their stress versus like me? And I'll give you a little hint. Like for me, when I'm having a crazy like day, mm -hmm. I grab my headset. I grab my phone and I listen to like some hardcore music and I scream and oh, it wow. makes me feel good. I know crazy, but it makes me feel good. Whether it's rap, whether it's rock, it's something heavy, up-tempo, but I realized by me screaming from the top of my lungs, listening to it, trying to sing, it's like a holy shit, like such, such a relief. What do you do? Yeah, there's a few things I do. One is if I'm feeling like anxious, I usually go to meditation immediately because I have to focus on my breath. Um, so that's big for me if I'm feeling anxious, but if I'm feeling like frustrated or just overwhelmed, gym, I'm, I'm, I'm at the gym, I'm chucking around weight. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm just probably going to bench the, the most that I can ever bench and just see what that, see how that goes. Cause when the fastest way to change your psychological state, if you're not in, in the best place is to change your physiological state. And so movement. So I talk about walks. You see it in my story every day. It seems, uh, I go on walks because it's the number one thing. If you want it, if anything in life, whether it's uh, success in business or success in relationships, whatever that comes down to, your relationship with yourself is number one. And so going on walks and just like getting out of your head and realizing you're not your thoughts has to be the most powerful thing for me. That's a great way to end it. Thank you so much, James, again, for taking time out of your crazy day, brother. You have no, no idea. I'm glad we finally were able to make this work. Really appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me on, brother. More than grateful for you. Of course. And that's that. Thank you all so much for showing up and listening. Please make sure you click on that subscribe button so you never, ever miss out and share this with your family, friends, and tribe. And we think this is awesome. Tag me at Leaders Life Podcast on Instagram. You all freaking rock. Remember, why not you? Why not now? Hope you all have an amazing, amazing rest of your day.